Do you have students who show leadership potential in your ministry? Are you looking to develop or strengthen your student leadership program? DYM would love to invite you to our Student Leadership Conference. It's this summer in three locations, Southern California, Granger, Indiana, and Atlanta, Georgia. Each conference is taught by Doug Fields and Josh Griffin and other DYM friends. Check out studentleadershipconference.com for more details, including pricing, dates, and exact location. We'd love to see you this summer. This DYM podcast is brought to you by The Orange Conference, a three-day conference in Atlanta, Georgia for your entire ministry team. Maximize your influence on the spiritual growth of the next generation as we explore this year's theme, what it means to be for our neighbors. Register today or learn more at theorangeconference.com. This DYM podcast is brought to you by LeaderTrex. Go to serve, return, ready to lead. On a LeaderTrex mission trip, you'll serve and get out of your comfort zone. And through the program, your students will learn how to lead. They'll bring back that leadership and confidence to your youth ministry, and it will make a difference the rest of the year. Learn more and sign up at LeaderTrex.org. And since we love DYM, listeners get 10% off resources by using the code DYM10 at LeaderTrex.org. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh! Everybody, welcome to the Download Youth uh-huh. Podcast. Doug Fields and co-host uh, Josh Griffin. Uh, hello there. Second time did in a row. Did you countdown? I did. Oh, I did okay. the countdown. Yeah. yeah, count down the show. It's my job. It was not You did well. job after 300. <laughs> it was better the first time. Trace dos uno. And Katie the Queen Edwards is it's here. Great to see you. Pastor, youth pastor, junior high pastor, author, speaker, um, occasional drunk. <laughs> no? No. Why, why, would you, why would you say occasional? No. Play a game. Say which one of these is not true. Uh, not true. I'm uh, not an occasional. She's not an drunk occasional. Drunk. She's a, an, always an, drunk. Yes, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ever drunk. I actually, Frequent. I texted a guy Mild I met dipper. with earlier today, and I said I can either come at ten o'clock. I have a podcast. I said I can either come before noon or after three. He says, he says, come, come at 10. He goes, I'm drunk by three. <laughs> what? Hey, and that was Jason Carson, who's our fourth hey, member Jason, of this welcome. posse. Uh, we have incredible, <laughs> incredible sponsors. Was that like a French? What was that? Posse. <laughs> Um, we have incredible sponsors. Josh, who's our first incredible Our first sponsor. incredible sponsor is Orange Conference. Join the DYM podcast team for a live podcast. Woo. And hang out with us. Yeah, go Doug's to orangegeneralsession.com. Yeah, join um, us. XP3 Students Curriculum. Amazing, amazing student curriculum. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mine comes out the day of Orange Conference. I have a two, three-week uh, curriculum. It comes out for what XP3. What a kiss, yeah. bud. Yeah, it's well, you know, do it again. Day of the conference. Yeah, I like to call it day, day and date. Cha-ching. Yeah, so buy Cha-ching. <laughs> That's Cha-ching. exciting. Yeah. It's What's your resource, JG? It's called If Slash Then. If Then. It's really good. Oh, that's nice. a musical. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, a lot of pressure now. I didn't <laughs> Copyright know any musical numbers for this. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Liza Mendel. That's great. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll yeah. be fun. Close. Hey, we also have other sponsors that we love a lot. Youth Ministry 360. They've got incredible camps and Leader curriculum. Treks. Okay, true story. <laughs> My son is reading the How to Be a Man book by YM360 that oh. you got and gave to him. He loves it. He, is it it's working? Like, 
Uh, he falls down a lot, but other than that, he's a real sharp kid. Uh, junior high gangly, it happens, but he's to learning everyone. how to be a man. To everyone. It's a phase. Yeah. It's just a phase. Hashtag Orange Conference. I wish it's you wouldn't have said that because if if Andy Blanks, who wrote the book, yeah. From YM360, here's this, that he gave me the book. Like, he was like, hey, here's my new book. I'm like, oh, that's great. Oh, and then you immediately then gave you, it away. Then I give it to your kid. But you gave it to a young yeah, man. Yeah, there you go. That's good. It's man. called mentoring, bro. To be a man, You've bro. kind of arrived at that, haven't you? Well, okay. hey, he uh, don't want to brag. Austin looks up to you. It's and for he's teenagers, right? Yeah, yeah, it's great. All yeah, right. come on. It. Andy, send me some more books. To give away. Uh, Josh has a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And um, Leader Track, speaking of sending us books, they send us their bodies. They're unbelievable. Yeah, Doug and Angie Franklin. <laughs> That's from Yeah, so we have occasional drunks and Leader Track's bodies. Yeah, they, they, they flew bodies. out here a while back last month, and we worked on the Student Leadership Conference <laughs> that shipping. many of you that are listening to are going to join, they, go to. It's they not too late. The Student Leadership, leadership Conference. Conference.com. They make it better. They are good. Yeah. Really, really good, yeah. smart people. Hey, Josh. Um, yeah. After right after this, we're going to do a short podcast because yeah. Katie has to leave. <laughs> She's and real big. The new studio. You this are going to die. I can't wait. I'm so excited. This is the last time so to be recording. Elliot, don't say anything. No smirky. Yeah, you, even just that <laughs> little. I've heard that before. has got her fingers crossed. <laughs> I've heard. That's like a bad punchline on a yeah, like that's a true. bad comedian. I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> but we should be in the new studio, and we have lots of surprises in the new studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna we'll do a live Facebook showing Katie surprise guest Jason. Maybe. Well, we're gonna have a. We're going to have a large screen TV behind us so it's we can be Skype fun. people in. We put oh, whatever that's we exciting. want on there. Yeah. yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, and Live you know interview would be cool. You know us with, like, gadgets. Yeah, technology. technology it's our sweet spot. Here. It's our yeah. sweet spot. Totally. Yeah. We didn't. Second for, to none. For whatever reason, <laughs> there was, like, how many, how many podcasts did not have video? All of them. Four? No. no. Three. Three? Three. The ones I, I missed, right? So who cares anyways? Exactly. Okay. Katie's Great. not here. We're not That's in the right. video. I know. You don't need yeah. it. Oh, didn't record any video. I didn't know that. I thought it cut out in the end. Uh, the camera broke once. Allison fell asleep at the wheel once. And, <laughs> and Elliot. And Elliot was, was yeah. occasionally drunk. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, DYM 100. Do we know what date this is going to be on the air? Mar April. Middle of April. So we will have made decisions by then. Yeah. We will have launched DYM University by then. We will have Oh yeah. We'll have done the DYM one hundred selection process. I could be dead. It by could then. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, maybe we'll do a memoriam. I have a couple yeah. of good photos. <laughs> you know Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser? Yeah. Who's three years younger than me? But like me, a superior athlete, <laughs> um, had, had a massive heart attack what? after a CrossFit workout. Oh, this, my gosh. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was in, he, he was in a coma or unconscious for two days. Holy no. smokes. Uh, in all fairness, it was a hard workout. <laughs> <laughs> well, know, I, the way actually, it's supposed to be done, Josh. It's, oh, it's, I see. It's really, so on Sunday, Doug and I were doing a workout, and Kathy, his wife, was there. And I said, J- Kathy, just... If you're going to be here for the workout, just keep an eye on that defibrillator over there and just make sure no one else needs it before I need it because mm. it was a hard workout. Josh. Fortunately, didn't need it. Didn't Josh, die. you work out hard. I try. Um, anyway, DYM100, I, I think people will know by now um, whether whether they're in or not. But we have um, Derry Prinkert, who's one he's of in. our um, – He's he says from – 
your favorite DYM author. Wow. Is he, how he signs mm. It's bold. It's a little arrogant, but it's also mm. true. Yeah. He is our favorite. Um, Doesn't matter. No, he's not my favorite. He's mine. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. Oh, he's my favorite. Any guy who really? ministers the same church 20 years, Amish country, you're my favorite. No, it doesn't mean I don't respect the heck out of yeah, him. I do. Should. I like my, but that's, we get, we, how many authors do we have? 300? 300. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't have it. It's like, do you have a favorite kid? Uh, yeah. yeah totally. Sure. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it changes. I like Lexi for a long time. Then Austin's really funny. Yeah. But Christian's in like, he's past some of the, yeah, he's in a good place. Yeah. Jane's really cute. Yeah. It's Christian right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> my favorite right yeah. now? Oof. Uh, probably Ella. Yeah. yeah she's she's hilarious. But Abby Shame. for a long time. Really? Abby. All you guys. Total, total pigs. Uh, wait, I who's your mine. favorite kid? Exactly the same. Love Cody, your dad's a liar. All the same. <laughs> um, anyway, Derry. Like Derry. He likes, he likes Tori the best. Derry. But he's getting emotional now about Cassie. Yeah, he's like, Cassie I have three more volleyball bit, games. Yeah. And then I'll love them all the same. Just like totally. DYM authors. Totally. Um, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Derry is interesting comparison. Is pitching. Yeah. Derry is pitching a. Pitching, uh, well, Derry? I have my kids Baseball. sign contracts. <laughs> totally. Yeah, that's why totally. kid, kid agreement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So plays for Little League. Yeah. Um, Derry is pitching this guy Carter Ammerman. Um, oh, to go to the DYM 100, and it's really it's oh. kind of a, it's kind of a nice. He's thing. nominating. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, he says yeah. consider this email a kind of letter of recommendation from one of the wow. one of the applicants. I don't know if it has any weight. Well, apparently it does to Josh. It does to me. Favorite. But I'm only one vote. But I figured it's worth a I try, considering I'm a DYM alum, and let's be honest, your favorite DYM author. I agree. Yeah, I said it, Timothy Miller and Andrew Larson. Oh, what are you going to do awesome. about it? What about Ken Leslie, Ken McIntyre? Beat me with your glasses, Nick and Clayson. There's a lot of good ones. Um, well, then he signs it at the bottom, your favorite author. Yeah, not you, Ken McIntyre. You're Canadian, <laughs> oh. so that puts you out of the running. Also And not true. you, hey. Ken Leslie. <gasps> you have the first name as a Canadian. So he nailed some of your... Good for him. You yeah. must be very transparent in who you like yeah i am do you think i like you i think you like me more than you like elliot that's very true <laughs> if that's not transparent then i have failed miserably that's very true and elliot i true. i love you too so that tells you the depth of my love for douglas montgomery uh-huh. fields uh, <laughs> just get the videos working on the podcast and we'll be happy yeah hey speaking of favorites i, I, I really do like uh, this, this young man named jeff self who sent Jeff's us funny. sent us pictures um, and his pictures are on a mug. Mm. He was a DYM 100 a selfie. guy. He yeah. says, um, yeah, he says he's from Kalamazoo Community Church. He says, Michigan. what are some ways to stay fresh or feel energized when you feel like you've been in the same position for a long time? I've been at my church for over seven years and I love it here. I want to stay here for as long as they'll have me, but being here so long, I feel like I get in a rut at times, so what do you do to mix things up? Mm-hmm. And I would say that when I read the hmm. questions that we've got on this last batch, there was probably three that were like this. They all said seven years. Really? And we have uh, talked here about year the seven-year uh-huh. itch. Yeah, there it is. And I thought it was it's interesting. It's real. It's a real thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, but the other people that wrote about it, they haven't sent us a cup with their face on it. Yeah, so we read Jeff's. And he's you, one of you've our heard favorites. that in marriage too, right? The seven year itch or no? I want a cup with um, yeah, seven it. years is a big is a big Why time. Is that? I don't know. That's no, weird. I don't know. It's totally a thing. Well, what what I would do is I like to try something new, like break something that's okay, make it great, or 
build something new. Like when you got to that church year one, you're like looking, investigating and pouring into you're like your A game. And over time, if if you're good and as God blesses it, you get into a good place and you kind of ruts are not always a bad thing. Routines, successes, traditions. I like all that stuff. Mm. But for me, I am way more in that pioneer trailblazer category. So seven years in, I get bored and I go, oh, I don't want to do this. If this is all there is. I'm a builder, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a fixer, I'm not a sustainer. Mm -hmm. So I would say, dream up something really bold and crazy and build something new. So an example Mm -hmm. would be, uh, let's say that you have done some decent missions work in in whatever. So try something crazy like we're going to do a week li- a week uh, a week long local missions emphasis where for mm. 7 days we're going to serve our community and plan this huge spring break thing. Or our our church has never taken a missions trip to Africa or something like that and add on to the schedule a big scary yeah. impossible snap, yeah. task yeah. and that'll snap you out of a rut in a hurry mm. so and a couple examples that's what I would do yeah. get crazy cool. and if you want to do that go to kml.center oh yeah mm. great missions work this summer even there you go there you go, I'm Jeff. Sign so up much now. Points with my favorite daughter. Center. Leader Tracks also has great trips that are all mm-hmm. over the country, uh, and, and there's great organizations like that. But yeah, that's what I would do. Get out of that rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start something new. You know, if you're, it, it's a, a lot of it's personality type deal. I remember very I'm, much. So. I'm sure I've told this story. I was in my office at Saddleback on a whiteboard, Matt Hall, mm-hmm. one of our staff guys, and I'm drawing a picture of the tables on Sunday morning and casting vision about how I want a table leader at every table, and here's what we do, and I'm going through, and he's like taking notes, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. And then he left my office, and I thought, I never wanna do that. That's like the 40th time with an intern or a staff person or somebody over all the years that I've yes. made that same pitch, and I just don't want to do that anymore. Like, mm-hmm. there are some things that you've yeah. just done them. Even if I went to a new church, I don't want to draw uh-huh. that same drawing because <laughs> like, I want others to do it and just yeah. catch it. You know, so you know, you have some of those moments where mm-hmm. you go, "Okay, I'm just not going to do that anymore." Somebody else can do that, pass it off, and then, like you said, Josh, go yeah. to new. Try something new, something that's fulfilling and rewarding. And yeah, I like to break things that are doing pretty well, even. So if you're like, ah, that's like a B plus. Usually I would leave B pluses alone because I got a lot of other things cooking. But if I get that itch or if I get that, is it time for me to go? No, no, no. There's more for me to do. Break something. See what happens. And maybe there's a break of the seven years, too, is, you know, I said it takes five years to build something. Yeah. You know, so you build it. It takes five years to maybe build it and get Mm -hmm. then a couple years to strengthen. And you're like, all right. Like yeah. sit back and watch and maintain. <clears throat> you know, some people are maintainers, and so seven years <clears throat> isn't a big deal. Yeah. I yeah. say for Jeff Self, who wrote that in, what you'd help with your itch is create more create more stuff for DYM. Yeah. Get Put a little perk on the outside. There. I agree. Yeah, Get come some, on, Jeff. Uh, I'm trying to think of itch ointment, too, that I was going to say. That. <laughs> All I got is uh, preparation no. H for hemorrhoid mm. cream. Ooh. Can I add something? Yes. I think you never t- have to ask that. Okay. You're really the only one of the four that has any content. I think you're his favorite. I'm just going to say that. Mm. There's I no question. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not even debatable. Secret um, right here. He's related to you. Man, I uh, think, 
too, sometimes maybe a personal experience. So what would be something that maybe just challenges you spiritually or personally or something that gets you out of maybe even your ministry bubble? You know, I think that's um, maybe you're going to go on a mission trip yourself, you know, and, and go and have an experience and just get outside of your normalness so that you're hearing God in a different way. And maybe a new passion or a new burden is laid on your heart by having an experience of your own. I think for me, that's been a huge way to kind of reset my clock or whatever, refresh my soul, um, would be to just have an experience on my own, even if that's a sabbatical for a couple weeks where you're going to meet with people who are totally outside of ministry, Uh, just exciting people that are passionate about things that might lay new burdens on your heart from the Lord. So even not even necessarily just turning to changing up ministry, but change up you a little bit. That's great. I was going to go along those exact same lines saying that what can recharge your batteries for me if you put me on a beach alone to walk or even to just sit and look at the ocean i feel like i'm totally recharged so for some people it's the mountains some people it's going out on a lake but like to to find that thing that for you like makes you feel like oh a a day of just like maybe it's going to the movies alone i don't know but maybe it's playing video games having something like that to yeah. Watching Star Wars movies, playing Overwatch right. or Destiny. Well, I learning something Absolutely. new. You yeah. could go to dymuniversity.com <laughs> right. and That's download right. a course. Yeah. Challenge yeah, yourself. And That's be, a great word. Like, oh, this is new or this is, I haven't thought of it this way. Yeah. What is DYM University? Uh, oh. Elliot, thank you for asking. What is DYM University? It's a new online training program that we have um, that is starting with people like Katie to yeah. get a site license and make all their volunteers go through all oh, these yes. I'm very little excited niche about it, actually. courses, yeah. Yeah. 10 Thank minutes you for each. The glowing endorsement that you put on the website, what? too. That was great. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I'm so You're excited. Welcome. You're welcome. I'm That's so great. excited to do it. I actually, I am really excited it's about great. it. Josh was showing me all different kinds of samples, and I'm really stoked for my volunteers. Yeah. We're, we're very, I don't think we've been, and Josh and I have been excited about something like this. I didn't this know we were yeah. talking about it. Well, so we're, I, well if I'm subdued, I don't know yet. how to talk about it but yet. But by the time this airs, yeah. it will oh, okay. be a thing. Yeah, no, it's okay. still in beta mode. But right now, we haven't told anybody. I so. think it's super duper awesome. I can't wait to use it for my volunteers. It's weird so talking that's... about it because we haven't been able to talk about it yet. Okay, but it's great. here okay. and it's awesome and it's great. DYMUniversity.com. Okay. Yeah, don't accidentally um, upload the show tonight, Elliot, or we're in trouble. Todd Peerage who is a DYM100 and DYM creator of product, says, um, I'd love to know what you are reading right now. Simple. Hmm. Wow. That's great. Well, Jason, let's start with you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) The Bible. called Multiply, (laughs) which is by Francis Chan and uh, David Platt. And it's a cool discipleship book. So I'm going through it with a couple younger guys in my church. We meet every Thursday morning. And uh, it's broken up into like mm. I think something like twenty-four chapters, and it's a it's it's lengthy, but there's questions and study guide throughout the whole thing, and it's cool because you read the chapter and you come back to it each week and have the online video, and it's really cool. It's a it's on full discipleship, making disciples that make disciples, and it's pretty cool. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a great experience. It takes some younger guys under your wing and. And That's go through good. discipleship. I have usually four or five books going on at one time. Um, really? Yeah, I just tinker with them yeah. on my Kindle. But I just got one um, called Transgender mm-hmm. and trying to get my arms around 
what that is. And um, I mean, I know what it is, but how do how do we minister to kids mm. that are struggling with that? Mm. Um, in that same genre, I just bought Yar House's book yesterday on sexual identities in teenagers, which I haven't read yet, but I've heard it's great. Um, so that's kind of a little, a side little niche that I'm reading about. And then I have, I have a marriage book that I'm reading just to Excellent. see if I can get any tips for my marriage conference that's coming up. I can't I remember the name of the, the book, but it's great. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to read transgender and talk about it here. Yeah. Hmm. We don't get any questions about that kind of stuff at all. <laughs> Never. Katie, what are you reading? <laughs> um, I, I actually just finished that. You did? I did, yeah. You're um, always ahead of me on no, stuff. No, somebody passed. I have three. Somebody passed me, and so that was that was one of them. Okay. Um, I actually am reading, this is, it's like this big fat book called, called Tools of Titans. It's, it's not, I mean, a faith-based book, but it's, you guys actually would super dig it. Kurt, Kurt Johnston, um, passed it to me yeah. and it's, it's all these different, it's like three different categories. It's like health, wealth, and wisdom. So they, it, this guy basically interviews like, tw- <laughs> they interview 20 people in each of those areas. Mm. So people wow. in the health industry, people in that are just these wealthy entrepreneur types, and then people who are kind of professors and wisdom and stuff. And so he asked different interview questions to all these people. They're really short little chapters, but it's all about like, wow. what would you tell your 16 year old self? Mm. How did you come up with this? How, what are your regrets? Mm. What is this? You know? And so it's just kind of, I don't know. I, it's it got just a lot of cool little That's bullet great. point nuggets of wisdom right. from random people, but people that. who are successful or who have failed and, you know, and I don't know, it's really cool. Anyways. So like, Leadership stuff, people stuff, team stuff. I don't know. It's really cool. Great. Rad. Um, good. I also read Growing Young by uh, Kara Powell. Kara Powell, yeah. I really, really liked that book. Yeah, that was really good. Talk yeah. about little bite-sized wisdom, too. Yeah. She had some great, great <laughs> it lines It was a good one. Yeah, I read Growing Young probably several months ago now. Uh, just, I'm a little ahead of Katie. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Who's ahead I of me? I read that I, so long exactly. ago. I read it before it went to print. Yeah. Um, I just was given a book <laughs> by a buddy of mine who's dealing with a lot of uh, homosexual, transgender issues, all this stuff. I forget the title of it. I'm only a chapter in, but it's like living in a colorful world. Living in a gray world. Yeah, gray world. That's yeah. it. And at the super colorful cover, um, really, really good start. So I'm really excited to see where he takes it from there. Um, but it's just obviously one of the hot buttons in youth ministry and, and identity and growing up. So yeah, it's a good book. When, do you, guys, when do you guys read? When Do you have a time you read during the day? Do you read before bed? Do you read in the morning? I have a stacks in different areas of my life. It's kind of like you. Like, I have a stack by my bedside, and then I have a stack in my office and a couple in my hmm. car. So I feel like I'm kind that's of rich. Awesome. Wherever I am geographically, that's the stack I'm pulling that's from. Awesome. So. I got my oil changed yesterday, and there was a lady the whole time. She just was reading her. She had a book in her car whenever you're yeah. in those weird waiting moments or traffic. She's like, whatever. It's the quickest thing that gets me out of work mode. Hmm. Yeah. Reading. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah hmm. Well, CrossFit that's cool. does, too. But yeah. yesterday after CrossFit, I called Kathy, and I go... Where are we on dinner time-wise? I said, do, you have, do I have 30 minutes to just stop and read? So oh, I just fun. went to El Pollo Loco, which is the crazy chicken. <laughs> How crazy is <laughs> I that? I got an iced tea, and I just read for like 40 minutes, and it was just like, okay. I was. That's good. Yeah. I need to read more. There are seasons where I am like avid reader and I consumer. Yeah. And there are other times when, boy, it is just off my radar. Yeah. So 
It's good. Um, from John Batch. Hey, John. All right, John. John is a regular DYMer. What is the appropriate time to arrive for a meeting? The appropriate time to end a meeting and the logistics surrounding meetings. Ten minutes late. Next question. <laughs> Coffee in hand. Coffee in, yeah, with a Starbucks in your hand ten that minutes is late. A no, no. Uh, <laughs> that's right. That's true. That was Sorry. that was me. Uh, Waiting for Katie. Right. <laughs> and we were both here. She's always ahead of you, guys. except for me. I, I had a guy tell me, how hardcore is this? I had a guy tell me that if you show up late for a meeting, it reflects how much you think of the person. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, because I was late to everything. So that like that actually kicked my butt a little bit. And so yeah. from then on, I'm like, okay, show people that you care and value their time and show up on time. So, But it's still hard for me. I'm late sometimes. Yeah. I'm always running all about four eight of us minutes are, behind. Yeah, are eight not minutes the is timeliest mine. group in the world right here. Oof. But it does. There is an element of like, okay, my time's important too. Come on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. get that. If you were meeting with the president, you'd be on time. Mm -hmm. So be treat people like that with that level of respect yeah, and care. Sometimes I you get spill it. something on yourself in the car, though. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. You yeah, all been no. there. I know. Yeah, so. I, I would say I'm a guilty of time optimism like nobody's business. Like, I will, I'll be there at three. And there's no mathematical way, unless I had a time warp, to get my kids from school, dropped off, run to a place that... I just need to be less optimistic about what I can get done in a day. Yeah. I think if you're running meetings, too, I mean, it definitely, you know, I mean, I think having a plan and, and having things end on time, because he asks about when you're going to end things. And Josh, actually, he, you, I mean, you run a meeting the same every time, which I think you know. Time, yep. You know, you sit down and you always say, like, okay, the goal of this meeting is this. This is what we want to get done. And that's what we're going to do. And yeah. so you kind of always know that once we get through those objectives, then things are coming to an end. Yeah. So I always appreciate about that and about you, how you run meetings. Yeah. Don't you think that when you're self-aware, oh, which is another book I'm reading, ah. The Self-Aware Leader by Terry Linhart. I would like to read that. It's good. Yeah. That's yeah, such, too. that is a serious problem with leaders. Yeah. Um, Not any of us, of course. But, <laughs> no. But, uh, no. Dear Lord. But Some leaders a, would really as struggle As a self-aware Don't you hear that title and get immediately insecure? I know. Like, like, oh, oh my gosh, is that about me? Yeah. I, I think <laughs> but but I it's a book you want to have on your, you want to have it like in your backpack yeah, so you're like, going through oh, your stuff yeah. and like, I'm just reading this. Just whatever. I just want to be a more self-aware What page are you on? One? You know what you should do is just have that book handy and be like, you need this book. This is a good book. Just to like flaunt. That's like my worst nightmare. I'm actually, I actually think it's probably on the DYM site under Mentor Me. Because uh -huh. I interviewed Terry. You did, that's right. Before he wrote this book. And so that's why it was so, oh, that's such cool. good stuff. I was oh, like, oh, cool. I want, read, I want to read the book. He was, yeah. He was processing it at the time. But I think, you know, if you're a self-aware leader, you realize that nobody likes your meeting as much as you like your meeting. true. And so nobody likes your service as much as you like your service. No one likes your event as much as you like your event. So, so sad. you know, like, I think it's a crime to go over. So if you say mm. meetings from 7 to 8.30, nobody complains when you're done at 8.15. Yeah. Everybody complains when it's 8.35. You know, and then we blame the clock or blame when we start the whole bit. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like consequences and discipline as a parent with your children when they're young. If you threaten something and then don't follow through, they have it in their mind. Well, mom and dad 
they don't follow through. So I, I can do whatever I want. You know, if you're going to say you're going to start a meeting on time and then you don't, that next yeah, volunteer training them. meeting, you're conditioning them. Mm -hmm. They never start. They yeah. just always start with a dumb game or whatever. Um, so I, I think shorter, shorter is better. Well, and the calendar before. on your phone and on your Mac or whatever, they all default to an hour. But not every meeting needs to be an hour. I've just mm -hmm. recently started doing 45s. And that has been fantastic. Hey, I've, I've got a three o'clock, so I got to end at two forty-five, so I can get to the three. That has been really freeing too. But and previously, they, it, it's always an hour. I just leave it as an hour. Yeah, it's a good little tip. It, it, it saves you. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I, wanting to be ahead of you, I do it in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but haven't you had meetings before where you, you know, you're like, okay, can I, whatever, you set the meeting. Oh yeah. And then you probably spend twenty minutes catching up. Yep. And then like, oh, hey, what I want to talk hey, to you about. The meeting. Was, yeah. It was an 18-minute meeting, but, you know, you caught up over fate. You didn't need that. Mm. Exactly. Especially when you're in meetings back to back to back and you need a little breather in between those. It's true. Y yeah. You know, and you know where I've heard a lot of unspoken frustration is with working with youth worship. <laughs> yes. My wife. Your kids. Working with youth worship Church bands, members. They feel, they feel like uh, it's, it's probably the most chaotic, one of the most chaotic areas of youth ministry because they if they say they'll practice at 7 a.m. before the 8 o'clock service how many kids are ready to start at 7 a.m. never yeah. right I don't yeah. get you get and so what happens is people like the singers on the team or the drummer they feel like they can just roll in because they don't have to set up anything and tune so well, we don't start this late anyway so the bar gets lower and lower and lower and lower so we we, we, we used to do a thing called four clicks at, at seven, four clicks at five, whatever it was. Clicks are the start the song, one, two, three, four, and the song starts. But, yeah, being intentional about when the meeting starts is... I like that. I've heard that, too. My son's in, in the junior high band, and they say downbeat at eight. Okay. So we're in a down, the downbeat. We're starting this practice. We're starting with you or without you. Yeah. So then what happens is because you start... The practice, even without the drummer there, and your band is all playing, the drummer walks into the room, he realizes he inconveniences. He the or group. she. Mm. Girl well, drummers are cool. Yeah, they're better than boy drummers. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wounded. Yeah, sorry, bro. I didn't mean to make you insecure. Yeah. If you were a self aware leader, you would be like. <laughs> <laughs> I need Dude, I got funny. this book. You gotta read it. You gotta read this book. <laughs> I, I thought of this. I thought of the view exactly for this book. <laughs> yeah. What, what if you had a book around and it just was called "You're a Terrible Leader," and then you could just hand it to people? Oh, oh you gotta gosh. read this. It's called "You're a Terrible Leader." That's like my worst nightmare. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. I'm sure, but don't, is if, it true that if somebody book, gifts me <laughs> self-aware leader, I'm you're I, I, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. You're a leader. <laughs> I know. The sequel, The Insecure Leader. Uh, you're an Insecure Hart. Leader. How about that for a title? <laughs> one of my team, there was someone on my team who gave me a leadership book, and I oh. can't tell you, I, I did have a little moment like, do I, oh, do I need, dang. Exactly. Okay, yeah, I'm oh. so excited. Thank you for this book. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, I love it. Th I mean, this is a little aside, uh -huh. but I, I was speaking at a church. I'm not going to say the name of the church. I'm not gonna say Encounter. who in, who invited me. Um, oh, have you guys called that a church now? Um, <laughs> who is their opening weekend? We call it the Body of Christ. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this guy oh, is boy. overseas Hurt family people. ministry. He oversees family ministry, and he met with the 
that's a multi-site and he yeah. met with the campus pastor and um, he actually told the campus pastor he said I just have such a difficult time with your leadership that I don't think I don't think you're a leader uh, you're wow. a great guy you're a super guy but you're not a leader Oof. and the guy said no one has ever told me that and my friend said to him um, have you ever asked anybody about your leadership? Wow. And he said, well, I gotta be honest with you, I never I never have. And I thought, that's an interest. I mean, it was just, re- I don't know the situation, but it was reflective Lawrence. of my friend saying he's not a leader. I mean, because leaders seek feedback. Yeah. I mean, it's true. They're, they're asking, you know, how did, how did that work? Were we clear on that? Could I have done something better? You know, you just run ran this event or this camp or a weekend program you know how do we how do we make this better i think if you're a leader and you're not asking people around you yeah. you know are you okay is i don't know i'm i'm just a little maybe fresh on this that's good one the book i'm reading and two that conversation that i just had yeah hmm. i like it it's not easy it's not, it's not easy to ask no. i just don't want to be surprised mm. at yeah. that yeah. I want to be like, hey, I know this is, you know, I inconvenience people with things like this, or this is my style, or I know this is going to bother you, but. Yeah. Hmm. Where were we going with that? Yeah. I don't oh. know. Sorry. That's all right. But it was good stuff. Self-aware yeah. leader, yeah. Yeah. In heart. I, um, <laughs> we have, we're Regardless, it was awesome. Minutes, yeah. And we said we're going to do 30 and show you, we're going to. Oh, oh gonna, yeah. We're going to do, do Facebook Live. And we're going to go over the, to the new DYMU headquarters. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. We can talk about DYMU now. Oh, I know. I'm excited. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. It's out. Yeah. It's out in the wild. Um, I've always wanted to be you. a professor. Uh, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> professor what a, what a Edwards. Joke. I like it. You've been here every week. That's how I'd like That's to be great. billed on the website. Dude. You're the man, Jason Carson. All right. Let's go see the new studio. Are we ending? Just chiming in. Yeah, is it over? <laughs> are we ending? Oh, are we done? Oh. Should we be done? Yeah, I don't that's know. A, hey, let's, end, let's end this say meeting goodbye. on time. What's our line? What's our line <laughs> we did last time? So much love. Hurting people. You are loved. You if, are no, loved. No, no. If you're oh. listening, you, you are, are loved. loved. Yeah, write that down. That's <laughs> but good. if you're not listening. <laughs> if you're not listening. If you're not listening, then you wouldn't hear... I don't know. Yeah. It's like if a tree falls. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if a tree falls on a mime, does anybody care? <laughs> That's a fair question. Yeah. <laughs> on a mime? <laughs> what? That's yes, so the mime's family cares. All right, let's, okay. let's go look at the studio. <laughs> and we will talk to everybody at episode 313. Bye. Bye. Yes, yes. This Download Youth Ministry podcast is brought to you by Generate Camp by YM360. Join us this summer as together we explore how the gospel transforms, revolutionizes, and fundamentally changes everything. Check out our week in Durango, Colorado, July 31st through August 4th with DYM's very own Josh Griffin by heading over to generatestudents.com today. This DYM podcast was brought to you by the Orange Conference, reminding you that what you and your team do every week matters. To grow and connect as a team, join us at this year's Orange Conference. Register or learn more at theorangeconference.com.